All right, let's jump into this. Speaking of social media and all that stuff, I'm going to play a little clip here. This is just a little story um, about the two slain officers in Bay St. Louis. And y'all know we are all about supporting our police here on this show. And I didn't get to talk about this yesterday. The identity of the person that killed them had not been released. So now that all that's happened, let's, uh, let's revisit this a little bit. The only speaker at today's press conference, he did not go into any specifics of the shooting in which Sergeant Stephen Robin and Officer Brandon Estorf died, deferring to the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation. Instead, he appropriately used the time to talk about those two officers who gave their lives to the career and community they loved. From the beginning of this press conference, the weight of the moment on Chief Toby Schwartz was clear and present. Morning, everybody. The multiple unanswered questions surrounding Wednesday's shooting that killed Sergeant Stephen Robin and Officer Brandon Esdorf will have to wait. Instead, this was a time to let people realize who they have just lost. We must never forget these men, these officers. They were sons. They were grandsons. They were brothers. Stephen was a husband, a father, grandparent. And to all of us, they were friends of ours. Sergeant Robin was a 12-year law enforcement veteran and began working with Bay St. Louis in 2019. Stephen did his job as a supervisor extremely well. He provided so much more to those entering the profession. He provided the love, support, and encouragement they needed to do their jobs. Officer Esdorf began his career in July 2021 following in the footsteps of his father. He worked hard to do his best each and every day, knowing that he made his father and every inherited police father and mother and his mother extremely proud. Schwartz praised the community support during this time and asked for one more thing. Pray for the members of the Bay St. Louis Police Department. Pray for our entire profession, every law enforcement officer, has yesterday's events in their mind. And we are going to push and move forward. And we're going to honor these brave men. And we're not going to give up what we do for you, the public. We're still going to protect and serve as they A joint funeral for Sergeant Stephen Robin and Officer Brandon Estorf will be held Wednesday, December 21st. It will be held at the Bay St. Louis Community Center. Visitation begins at 9.30 that morning with the service at noon. WLOX News Now will broadcast the funeral live on air. All right, so there's that. Um, I couldn't have done a, I couldn't have said any of that better myself, but man, pray for your, pray for our law enforcement out there. You know, I know we got a lot of law enforcement that listen to this show because we stand up and we, we back the blue as they like to, you know, as folks say, we do that here on the Clay Edwards show. We celebrate law enforcement victories and uh hashtag good guys win again. You know, it's a whole thing on the internet there, something we created on this show. And I think that's awesome. Anytime, anytime police do something around here, catching bad guys, people are sending me the stories with hashtag good guys win again. It felt really, it feels really cool to have been a part of starting something like that, that is called on. So uh, that's all because of you guys out there. And uh, when we come back, the story takes an ugly turn as the identity of the killer has been released and her friends are big mad online. She's got a bunch of friends up here uh, in the Jackson area. 
Central Mississippi area. And they're mad at me, your boy, for calling her evil. We're going to talk about it. Am I in the wrong? I don't think so. This will also be a hill to die on. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios on 103.9 WYAB. Saw your name light up my phone tonight No, I shouldn't answer But I just gotta know why Everything in me is telling me don't But this house is empty And I'm tired of being alone But you make my heart race like cocaine Mellow me out like Mary Jane Long slow breaths into my lungs Marlboro cigarette on my tongue Good strong glass of whiskey Bringing my inhibition down you're my damn addiction. Every time you come around. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Uh, a little late on my song of the day, and I think I may have actually already played that song this week, but hey, it's so good I had to do it twice. We had to run it back. That was Justin Holmes. The name of the song is Damn Addiction. It is my jam, dude. I love that song. All right, we're live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowwood. Studios, and this segment is going to be brought to you by the Gathering Restaurant. What is for lunch today? You may be asking yourself. You're going to be out there in the in the Madison County area, the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22. Stop by the Gathering Restaurant right there at the town of Livingston. Today's special is a Mississippi favorite. <laughs> it's always on Fridays too, right? It's Fried Catfish Day, and it's only ten bucks for the plate of fried catfish. Friends, you know, like I know. That you can't even go to a fast food restaurant and get a meal deal, a full meal deal for 10 bucks. I mean, not nothing that's worth eating. But you can get out there and you can go support a great locally owned restaurant and a great community and get some real deal fried fish and the sides and the drink and all that for 10 bucks. Come on down, young son. Come on down, young son. Sign Clay right up for that. So that's today right there in Madison County at the town of Livingston, inside the gathering. $10 fried catfish plate. That is what's for lunch today. Heck, you may be asking yourself, what's for dinner tonight? For dinner tonight, it's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Phantom Art on the Res. You can dine in, you can pick up, or you can get it delivered through take-a-break deliveries. That is Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Tonight might be the night that I try their, uh, that I try their carb-free pizza. Trying to figure out what's for dinner myself, and um, I say carb free, but it's their <clears throat> it's their um, keto crust or whatever. Uh, thinking about trying that, it looks good. All right, so let's jump into the story here uh, about the friends of the cop killers, the cop killer. This is kind of um, just a disgusting story. I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up here now. All right, so. Trying to do Facebook on the work computer and talk simultaneously is not always the easiest thing to do. All right, here we go. Ocean Spring, this is on darkhorsepressnow.com. 
And by the way, that that interview, that that news clip I played earlier, that I'm gonna make sure I credit that. That was WLOX down on the coast. This is from uh, from Therese April at Dark Horse Press. Now, Ocean Springs veterinarian identified a shooter who killed two Bay St. Louis police officers. WLOX reports that the shooter has been identified that took the life of the two Bay St. Louis police officers. 43-year-old Ocean Springs resident Amy Brogdon Anderson. So Amy Anderson shot and killed Sergeant Stephen Robin and Officer Brandon Estorf. 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 The two police officers were conducting a wellness check on Anderson. She was parked in front of a Motel 6 on Highway 90 with a 10-year-old child. WLOX reports that many who knew the local veterinarian were surprised to learn she was responsible for, for such a horrific killing. Anderson did not have a criminal record. WLOX states that her Facebook page shows family photos of vacation with her dogs. The Vicksburg native went to Mississippi State. WLOX said that, the 2000, that a 2005 article with the Vicksburg Post was written on her and co-workers shortly after she graduated MSU. All right, enough of all that. Uh, let's see here. The last thing says, officers spoke to the woman for about 30 minutes. They said they were going to call Child Protective Services. That apparently triggered Anderson, and all hell breaks loose after that. So here's what I do know a little bit about. I've had some people reach out to me. Uh, apparently, she has a ex-husband or boyfriend or something along those lines in prison that may have done something inappropriate with one of her children. So I guess this is obviously some of her kids is going to be, a, is going to be a trigger, but never should it be enough of a trigger to kill two police officers or anybody else for that matter. That's trying to do right by you. Uh, she clearly had a mental breakdown and I can acknowledge that, but I can also say that you got something evil deep down inside you. If you, if your initial reaction is to start shooting at the police, that ain't going to end well for you. That ain't going to end well for you. I don't care how, how good of a person you've been prior to all that, that ain't never going to end well for you. So good Lord, there's 205 comments on this thing. Now let's see if I can get back up to the top real quick. Somebody has the audacity that says there's a lot to this story that we don't know yet. I don't think you need to know anything. There's two dead cops. It's like what we talk about on this show a lot with these jacklegs that decide they want to run from the police. It doesn't matter why you were running, it, the, the, whether you were speeding, expired tag, any of that nonsense, which it's always more than that. But to the people who think that's what it's about, let's just pretend for a second that's it. Once you decide to go all gas, no brakes, like I do, different anyway, Um, it doesn't matter. The reset button has been hit. Now you're a felon. You're felony fleeing. Nothing else that led up to that matters. They're like, she was a good person. Not anymore. No, not anymore. She's a murderer. And she's, and she's, she's deceased now, too, just for full clarification. Apparently, one of the cops got off around after he got shot and shot her in the chest. I mean, look, I hate it for people. You know, when you lose somebody that you know, it's terrible. I've got, you know, I know people who have killed people and people who have been killed. You live long enough, there's a good chance, especially you live around Jackson, there's a good chance you know a killer or someone that has been killed 
by a killer. I mean, it's just when, when you got that many soulless people running around, you're going to have that. Uh, my, my, my buddy uh, Josh Gilder used to say this all the time. Because you're going to have that on big jobs. Little little saying about anytime somebody does something stupid. Like, you're going to have that on big jobs. It's a good example of it. You're going to have that on big jobs. But her friends are in, their, in the comments making excuses for her. She had a mental lapse. No kidding. No kidding she had a mental lapse. But it's still evil. You, if, if the first thing in you is to think to kill people, to start shooting at police, you're evil, this will be my heel to die on. I don't care how many of y'all are mad at me about it. Y'all can stay mad. Stay mad as you damn want. I think you're evil. I think she's evil. And, uh, and she's dead now. So let's read some of the comments here. Josh says, addiction, addiction is a self-control issue. I know people are going to argue and say it's a disease, but a person can't control how, if they get a disease or not. Being an addict, okay, so <clears throat> I think there's some, for some context there. Some people in the comments are saying that she, was, she had a drug issue. Well, that's all self-inflicted. I mean, no, nobody, I, I'm learning to be, to, to be way more sympathetic for people with addiction issues. I had them. I get it. But that is still something that you did to yourself. At the end of the day, I'm not, a, I, you'll, I'm never going to fall in the camp that addiction is a disease. I mean, it may, it may be hard to shake like a disease. I'll give you that. But you are not born with a, with a hankering to become an addict. That's something that you've done. Period. That's, that's not up for debate. You're not predisposed to becoming an addict. To becoming an addict. Anyway, I digress. That's not even what I'm trying to talk about here. We can have that argument one day, too, if y'all want to. Um, it's just disgusting. I mean, there's people in here talking about one, one girl had the audacity. Audacity must be on discount somewhere these days because a lot of y'all got it. Some girl had the audacity to tell me to take this post down. Right, that no quicker way to get me to not do something is to tell me to do something. It's like telling a woman to calm down in an argument. That don't work. <laughs> that don't work. Anyway, man, moral to the story, we have two dead cops died in the line of duty by a by a, an evil person. I mean, you when you decide to kill, you're an evil person. When you decide to kill cops, people that were they had the best interest of your children, of your child in mind. And I know there's a lot of cascading effects of things that happen to bring somebody to the point of being that triggered. You know, I heard a lot of people say, well, why was she at a Motel 6? And then you see the addiction stuff. You know, I mean, she had her kid in a bad situation. You know, it's easy for me to sit back up here in Jackson, 30,000 foot view. But if the if the story all is coming together like I believe it is, she obviously had her child at a hotel where she was using or buying drugs at, is what it comes, is what it seems like to me. That's just my assumptions there. The police were trying to put the kid into a better situation. I look, I talked to enough cops. Again, shout out to all my f- police friends out there. 
I, they'll tell you to a man and a war woman that the worst calls to go on are these domestic disputes. I, I've never seen the stats, but I would be willing to bet more cops die on or get shot or and die, however you want to say that, on domestic calls. And that's what this was, a domestic call. So, and domestic isn't always between a man and a woman. It can be, it's just family. So we, we always kind of get that. We've gotten so brainwashed into hearing domestic violence and thinking that that is a man beating his wife. It's not always that. It could be a woman beating her kids. And it could be anything. It's domesticated, in, in, you know, in the home, family. I know my listeners are smart, and I, shouldn't have, and I probably don't have to explain that to y'all, but Thomas may be listening this morning, so I want to make sure he understands. So, anyway, that's that. If y'all got any thoughts on it, you're welcome to chime in. 601-879-0002. We got Rick on the Guns and Gear text line says, didn't you say they talked for 30 minutes, then she shot? Just saying her first thought might not have been to shoot. Hate this story all the way around. I mean, I, I hate it too. I hate the way it ended, you know, but they were going to, I'm assuming they were going to call C, they were going to call CPS, Child Protective Services, have her child taken into, you know, into protective custody. And you would assume that if they were doing that, the next step, she was going to jail for something. I, I guess, I mean, that'll be the way the story comes out. So we'll find out. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, um, we got a bunch of texts here from you guys. Thomas is responding to my to my low blow there. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show, 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. I think today is kind of one of the mornings, right? I know that some people are upset that I'm being, that I'm standing firm on this thing. It's evil. Let me say this. Here's where, here's where I'll get some of my, where I, where I pull people from both sides to the middle. Because if that if that woman had been black, if that woman had been a young black male, the same people mad at me for calling her evil would be running up with, with tiki torches and pitchforks as fast as they could get to the comment section. Thugs, Democrats, I do, I know I do it, but I'm consistent. I am consistent. I'm calling her. Calling the truth out about her. You know, so just because she looks like you, looks like us, don't mean she ain't evil. Got to be consistent. Just like I called out a certain bar. They got mad about me reporting a crime, a shooting that happened near them, or somehow or another their name got mentioned as a point of reference. All the white liberals down there that hang out there got mad at me. For mentioning, for even just sharing a post with their name in it. I was like, well, I ain't seen y'all get this mad when we talk about crime that happens in front of black businesses. When we have to mention their name. We're going to be fair. And uh, what, what does Fox News say? Fair and balanced. We're going to give it to both sides. When somebody white does something stupid, we're going to talk about it. They're going to get the same treatment. Just because I got some friends that know her don't mean that the gloves are, are are getting put on. No. It's like when Napoleon's dumb butt 
killed that guy in Clinton. We went hard on Napoleon. Him and I used to be friends. We reported that the same way. Just because you know somebody or just because they're white or whatever the, the deal is, we're going to be fair and balanced here. You can bet that. All right, let's check out um, some text here on the Guns and Gear text line. <clears throat> Roger says, uh, she killed two officers. She is evil and deserves to rot in hell. Well, there's that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm an American. Uh, Reagan can, one of my favorite texters, text in, everyone who is mentally ill does not need, <clears throat> everyone who is mentally ill does not need Jesus to come regurgitate hell out of them and throw hell into a bunch of hogs. I'm with you, Clay. Some people are just evil. Some are evil with egos. You can't talk to me like that. Remember the female commissioner in New York who was uh, berating the two officers who stopped her friend? She must have thrown her title around 10 times. So I wanted to punch her just looking at the videos. That would have been domestic violence, Reagan. But for the but for the officers would probably have been punished. She's resigned in disgrace. By the way, there are different degrees of mental illness. Absolutely. Here's this problem I have with this big push of mental illness and mental health. A lot of folks, a lot of just messed up people are getting a free pass for bad behavior in the name of mental illness. We've always had crazy people. We've always had crazy people. But now, and I'm going to tell you what, <clears throat> me and a buddy of mine were talking yesterday. It's going to come out I with dollars to donuts. Is that the saying? I bet you she was on SSRIs. I bet you she was taking a Paxil-type drug. Y'all know I rail against that crap. You know, I, I talked that whole divorce show I did. I said, guys, if you're out there dating again, check the medicine cabinet. See if she is on any of those <clears throat> long-term antidepressants, your Paxil-type medicines. I think it's Paxil, or is that the heart? Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. Wellbutrin, stuff like that. R- run. Don't walk, run the other direction if they are taking those, especially mixed with alcohol. They, uh, it's just something going on. It, it, it ain't. I'm not even. There's ain't even a knock against the person. It's a knock against the medicine. So if you're out there and you're taking that, I apologize, but uh, you need to get off of it. You need to get off of it. Get your diet right. Take all the sugar out of your diet. It'll be amazed at how less crazy you become <clears throat> or depressed, whatever. All right, look, let's shift gears here real quick. Uh, John texts in and says, Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.